אוי, ונהפך, 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 ונהפך. Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shalom Yom Yom. Today is the first day in our quest for learning all about the holiday of Purim. Held my breath on that one. I felt like I was going to pass out for a second, but it's okay. It's all good. So today we are going to be beginning, we're actually only going to be doing one Mishnah because the Masechus Megillah is only one Mishnah, is only 33 Mishnahs long. That means that we are only going to have to do one mission a day, except for the last three days in which we're going to vamp it up and do and do two Mishnahs for each of those last three days. So I want to first start by saying a quick idea on the Megillah, which is something that I heard from Rabbi Noach Glastin. And Rabbi Glastin said, in the share that he was giving, he said that the Gemara and Erevin talks about the three things that let, let you know the most about a person. And those three things are how they treat their spouse, how they treat their wife, what they do with their money, and what they do when they're angry. These are the three most revealing things about a person. And if you look at the Megillah and, and you look at Ahasuerus, how he treated his wife, are you kidding me? First, just because he, she wouldn't come down and be showed off like a vessel, he, he has Vashti killed. He is a notorious womanizer and invites women from all over Shushan um, to, to decide whether um, they, they deserve to be his wife or not in a very, very inappropriate year-long manner. And then another thing that he does is that he's, he doesn't even have respect for, for, for Esther for a long period of time that she feels that it's like dangerous to go into his, to go into his room. Such a, such a disconnect. He, 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 was, he treated women um, very awfully. Another thing is if you look how he treated his wealth, threw his wealth all over the place. He spent a lot of money. He didn't give any money to tzedakah. He didn't care about his people. And so he treated his money awfully. And if you look at, at how, he, how he acted when he was angry, he got angry throughout the, throughout the Megillah, and that's when he made awful decisions. When he, when he had Vashti killed, when he was, when he was angry at, or at many other cases, he was angry at the Jews. And so he always just makes these awful decisions when he's angry. So hopefully we could be not like Ahasuerus and be able to keep all these things in check. Treat our spouse nicely and respectfully, and, and then also make sure that we do the right things with our money, and that we don't that we don't abuse the money that we have. That we make sure that it helps people, and then we have our we use our money as a resource, and then also make sure that we're able to control our anger and kind of calm down a little bit. So that's an idea that I heard, and so I'm looking down, I'm looking at my Mishnah, and I see my bookmark that says Ari and Kayla's magical, marvelous. Mega Mishnayos Megillah. That is because, spoiler alert, this is not my first time learning Masechet Megillah. It's actually a very calmly learned Masechet, especially from, from younger kids because it's short, like we had mentioned, only 33 Mishnayos. And it's also interesting, like in Yanni Dioma, you're not going to find a, a, a 10-year-old um, opening up anything in Taros. It's just not really done. But Moed is a, is a very, is a very um, widely learned Masechet, um, uh, Seder, excuse me, but also of um, Megillah is especially... Um, well learned. So this is probably my third or fourth time doing it. I did it last summer with my sister, um, which is why it says Ari and Kayla's Magical Marvelous Mega Mishnayos Megillah. And I hope that these Mishnayos will also be magical as I do them with you and me. All right, so let's get started right now. Megillah Nikris Be'echad Asar, Asar. The Megillah is read in certain situations on the 11th day of Adar, Vishnayim Asar on the 12th day of Adar, Vishlosha Asar on the 13th day of Adar, Ba Asar on the 14th day of Adar, Bechamish Asar. On the fifteenth of Adar, lo pachos yoter, but it's never read either before that or after that. So during that four to five day window, you can have during in various places in Eretz Yisrael and, and also the world, uh, the the Mishnah being read according to halacha. Karkin, um, karkin, um, hamuka, hamukafin, 
If a place had a wall, was a walled city, at least in, in the days of Yoshua ben Nun, by the time of Kivo Sha'aretz, Korin Bechamishasar, and it's read on the 15th day. However, villages and, and, and small towns, I'm sorry, and large towns, um, read it on the 14th of Adar. Except for those who live in the villages, they can they can bring back their 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 reading um, to to the to the Monday or Thursday before the um, before the before the fourteenth. Again, the fourteenth day Yid Dalid Adar is the is the regular day where we read the Megillah. However, like we said, there's some there are some circumstances and some in some cases where it's read at a different time. And so, what's the reason for this? And the reason is that if you're a small village, especially in the times of the Megillah, when villages, small village meant really small village, it could be that you had absolutely nobody in your entire village that knew how to read from the Megillah. And so you would go, you would go to these large towns. What, what happened was, is every Monday and Thursday, they would, go, they would go to these large towns in order to, in order to, read, the, in order to read the Torah. And like we said, maybe it could be that you didn't have someone that knew how to, that knew how to read. And so you would go every Monday and Thursday, and so what they would do is so that they wouldn't have to make um, chazal, so that these villagers wouldn't have to make another trip to the town um, like three times a week, Monday, Thursday, and then also whatever they did, the Megillah fell, fell out. They had it that if the Megillah wasn't on a Monday or Thursday, that you can, that if, if the 14th did not fall out on a Monday or Thursday, you can still push it back and read the Megillah on a Monday or Thursday, which is why, um, it, which is why it could possibly be the, the 13th, the 12th, or the 11th, depending on which day it fell out. Again, there's going to be a three-day window when you can push it back because we have Torah reading every three days, and so and so it could be that if that if it's a Sunday, then you would have to push it back to Thursday, and so that's that's three days. That's when you would read it on the 11th. So that's the case that it talks about, and and the next mission that we're going to read tomorrow is going to discuss some of these possibilities more in depth. And I hope that you are excited because we're now one day closer to the holiday of Purim. Have a wonderful day.